One of the great things I always love about Christmas season as we prepare for that even in Advent is that we often think of a season of goodwill, a time where we seek that which is good for others. And of course, Jesus coming to us in the flesh, God taking on flesh to teach us how to live and how to love. And in the gospel today, we teach us the most important of all. It reminds me of our beautiful expression above us here that you'll see. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. And that beautiful depiction we have behind it, of course, of the beautiful nativity reminds us of Christmas. God desires goodwill for us, so much so that he created us in love. He sent Jesus to redeem us in love. And of course, we see the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross That's represented today as we celebrate the sacrifice of the Holy Mass. To give us his very own body and blood, to give us his very own word of the greatest commandment of all. And when we live as people of goodwill, we seek what God knows to be the goodwill, rather than determining it ourselves. In the history of humanity, so much goodwill has been lost, so much division and hardship, not only all the way back in Old Testament times, all the way back to the fall of Adam and Eve, where there was that desire to decide for oneself what is right and wrong, and as a consequence, trying to figure out how to use knowledge and information to determine one's way of thinking to get one's way, maybe in persuasive speech, or in control, or power, money, influence. That's what's happening a bit today in these scriptures. The Sadducees and the Pharisees are trying to trip Jesus up. They're trying to catch him in saying something wrong. And yet God's always smarter. And the smartest Pharisees, Sadducees, any Christian, any human being that has ever or will ever exist. And God so clearly in the scriptures all the way in Old Testament and New Testament times lays out for us what goodwill looks like. That if we want peace in our heart, we will give glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth will come. But we must be brothers and sisters united in the great commandments. Ever since my call to be a bishop, God gave me that very particular grace that came with great peace, great interior peace, great confidence of God. And yet that confidence was shaken this week may have been shaken for you, maybe long prior to this week, at different times, regularly. For some of us, we might get interior disturbance when there's great trials going on on the outside, like with COVID. Maybe it's all the racial tensions, all the violence, all the social media and all the negativity in the world. Well, it came to me this week in two forms by two different email communications. 
both very critical of the way that I was approaching something. And so I had to reflect upon that. And I lost my peace because I was listening to the voice that was not filled with love. And I didn't catch it right away. When we take judgments into our own hands, it's easy to make judgments about others. And that caused hardship in my heart, confusion. There was an unsettledness. But I realized because I took my eyes off of Jesus. Jesus called to us to love him with our whole heart, soul, greatest of all the commandments, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the greatest in the first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. What the world needs today, America needs today, the church needs today, is men and women of goodwill under God, following God's plan for goodwill and not trying to determine it ourselves. To allow God's beautiful plan for our lives as he is revealed in scripture and tradition, to let it come alive in our hearts, to have our confidence in God and not ourselves. We don't know the full outcome of COVID. We don't know the full outcome of November 3rd, the full outcome of all kinds of things. But if everybody and every decision said, God, what do you want me to do? And if love was the measuring stick of how we made our decisions, then what would be communicated across the world? Would be messages of kindness and love and goodwill. The message of Jesus. And yet, of course, we are so human, we're all so broken. It's so easy to get all worked up about things in the world and all the media stuff that comes at us with so much negativity. It's so hard to understand even what the truth is. We hear stories on both sides. It leaves us so confused and creates such tension. And how do we find our way? We find our way by listening to God speak to our hearts in silence. We take that scripture and we let it soak into our mind and our heart, the words of Jesus. And then our thoughts, our words, our actions, every decision we make, even the decisions of November 3rd and every day of our life, we make them because they are aligned with what God has revealed rather than the judgment of any human being. But in this world, it's not always easy to live as a Catholic. It's not easy to live by our faith because there's so many things working against it. But if we don't live out of our faith, something else will come. And it's by those judgments that our country, our lives, will be deeply affected. There's been a lot of silence in the land for a lot of years, even in America. 
about embracing the fullness of faith and making every decision that follows in accord with that. And when we do, we have interior peace. And as I got ready for Mass, I was preparing for this homily and thinking, Lord, what do you want me to say? And what I was planning, it changed. That's how God works in my life. But I stepped outside a moment before Mass. And I was reminded that God has all of this. All of the messiness we find ourselves in. And if we live as we profess to be, and our Pledge of Allegiance is one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, we ourselves will never determine what is just for an individual. We will turn to our Almighty God who has already defined what is just. And we hear examples of that today, of course, in our first reading. Being attentive to the aliens, to the widows, the orphans. There are many who are in need. And we get to be the great disciples in this day of Jesus. But unless America lives as truly one nation under God, it will become ever more one nation not under God, always under God, because you can never run from God, but no longer deferring to God. And that's what we have on our coinage, our trust in God, in God we trust. It goes back to a time when there was great turmoil in the Civil War, great time of trial, and people of goodwill stepped up and said, we need to have a motto. We need to claim. Claim the ground for God. We became one nation. Later, it would be put on our dollar bills and several other bills. In God, we trust. If our hope is in God and we live according to God, we have every reason to be filled with interior peace. But the only way that will happen is that all of us and throughout the world, we have to make a decision. Are we going to live under God or not? Let's pray. Let's pray fervently. Much has been lost by way of faith in many years in our country and throughout the world. But every day is a new day in God, and nothing is impossible in, with God. And it's often when things get more difficult that the good people of goodwill step up. And that's my hope and prayer for all of humanity, to put aside the weapons of destruction against each other, to take on love as God has defined it to be. And love, divine love, seeks the good of the other. That's why I respect for life at every moment, moment of conception till natural death, the sanctity of marriage, 
the sanctity of religious liberty. Let's pray. Let's pray fervently that the peace of God will come upon our land because we as Americans, we as Christians, and we as Catholics, or even if they're not of faith, might humbly turn up to God for the answer and let him speak to our hearts. It's written deep within us. Peace will only lie in being in right relationship with God and others. To love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and our neighbors ourselves. Let's beg God for that grace.